Audio Up News Network. It's Friday. My name is Zach Selwyn, and I'm here with Liam Farrell coming to you from Brooklyn. What up, everybody? Yes, sir, Liam. Dude, I know you ran out over the weekend and got yourself a Gwyneth Paltrow smells like my orgasm candle. I sure did, and it's quite a weird fog going on in our apartment. <laughs> yes. Oh, God, how disgusting is that? Gwyneth, I don't really need to smell your orgasm. Uh, but, you know, it made me think, what would, my, what would my orgasm smell like? I think mine's like Cabernet and pickles. Ooh, that's a good combo. It's about all I eat these days. Oh, nice. That's a good diet, too. Yeah, I don't know. I think I, I've been smelling my orgasm since I've been having them, and they, they pretty much always smell like chlorine. Yeah. Probably wouldn't make a good candle. <laughs> yeah. Although I have found that if I eat asparagus and drink a lot of coffee, it smells sort of like a Charleston chew. But other than that. Well, that's tasty. I might have to have yeah. you over next week, my friend. Yeah, I'll come by and uh, rub one out in your sure. foyer if you want. Thanks, yeah. man. You know, uh, do you remember there was a whole thing going around? I remember in college for a long time where it was a rumor that if you ate a lot of pineapple or something, your semen tasted like pineapple. Oh, yeah, I did hear that. I don't know if that's true. I haven't really tested it out. Have you? No, that sounds like something Uncle Drank would know, our friend of the show, Uncle Drank. <laughs> With all yeah, that pineapple he eats. Let's set that up as a new TikTok challenge. The. Uh... <laughs> Uh, so Gwyneth's <laughs> candles out there. Uh, hey, Gwyneth, if you want to sponsor our podcast, we will gladly take a few of your orgasm candles, your vagina candle, and the one that smells like Ben Affleck's penis. We'll take that one, too. Yeah. Take a big goop of that right to the face. I work for goop. Uh, yes. Yeah, so we kind of had a nice little uh, hit a couple days ago, our little Karen, the movie video, uh, I mean, audio uh, trailer went, you know, Got shared. It hit over a thousand views. And, you know, for us, that's pretty big. So I was excited about that. I'm glad you liked it too, my friend. Loved it. Yeah, that was hilarious. I love all Karen content these days. Mm -hmm. uh, it's funny. I actually had an interaction with a different kind of Karen this week. Do tell. Yeah. So I, I live on, like I said, I live on a second floor of a giant apartment building. And, um, you know, since the weather's been good, there's been this, this group of kids that have come downstairs and they just hang out outside uh, and talk to, I assume, as their friends through the first floor window. Totally cool. I mean, it's only during like the afternoon. They're not too loud. Uh, you know, not a big deal at all. But um, yesterday, some cops rolled up and just started harassing the shit out of these kids for no reason. Really? You know, up, yeah, like up against the wall, checking your pockets. What are you guys doing here? Do you live here? That kind of bullshit. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. Then out of nowhere, you won't believe this. This lady comes out. She's got like a John and Kate plus eight haircut, pastel button down, white <laughs> pants, just starts going in on the cops. They like, like true Karen tone of voice and everything. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, what's your name, sir? I want your badge. No, show me your badge number right now. Do you have cause to search them? You will not violate their rights. Not on my watch. <laughs> going in hard on these cops. Okay. And they didn't know they really didn't know what to do. So they just ran back to their squad car and drove off. It was pretty cool. That's awesome. So she came in and like helped out these these kids who were getting harassed for no reason. Yeah, it was like a bizarro Karen, like a a Karen for good. 
and she made sure the kids were all right. And even the, the, the icing on the cake is she gave them all granola bars Aww. afterwards. Karen. Yeah, she just had them, right? And that's why I think we should, we should have a name for this kind of Karen. And it's called a Karen, and it's just ah, C-A-R-E. Yes. A caring Karen is a Karen. Good yes. one. All right. If, you have, if you're a Karen out there and you're doing good, make sure people shoot that on your cell phones. You know? Exactly. We need more positive reinforcement for Karens. Yes. I know a girl named Karen, but she changed her name to Karen. And uh, I know a guy who's got a wife named Karen, and he said she is fucking hating this whole thing. And she's like just a nice lady, but she's like, I can't fucking believe my name is, is Karen now. Like, this is the worst. You know? I know. I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of Karens are changing their names legally right now. Totally. Well, yeah. So shout out to our Brooklyn Karen. And if you're listening, call us up. We have to talk about some stuff. You know, I wonder if she, I wonder if she's uh, one of the ladies who, you know, who spoke up about the Aunt Jemima uh, logo, the famous syrup, breakfast syrup, of course, after 130 years, they announced they are getting rid of Aunt Jemima's name and logo because it has roots in racism. What'd you think about that? Well, you know, I was surprised. I had no idea um, that it was rooted in racism. But after it came out and I read up a little bit on that, I was like, yeah, it probably should be changed. I'm, I support it. 100%. Yeah. So then they're saying now like Uncle Ben's, Mrs. Butter, Butterworth, you know, the syrup brand and the rice brand, they're, they're ready to take down and reevaluate their logos as well. Yep. Yep. And, you know, we'll see how that all shakes out. But, you know, whatever they decide, I'll, I'll support that as well. It really doesn't make a difference in the taste. It's just a, it's still going to taste kind of mediocre, but the, the <laughs> logo won't be uh, offensive anymore. So that's a positive. You got any ideas for what they should change their names to? Uh, yeah, I mean, thinking about this a little bit, I think, you know, with current times, I think if, if Aunt Jemima could change its name to Aunt Tifa, then it could be the official <laughs> breakfast of the resistance. Aunt Tifa syrup. Delicious. Yeah. They can yeah. pour it all over cop cars, too, when they're rioting and ruining peaceful rallies. Ooh, now you're thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uncle Ben's Instead rice, of- maybe Uncle Drank's rice. We could always call in our friend Uncle Drank, maybe give it like a, a mezcal flavor, a Florida, Ooh. you know, marshy flavor or something with a banana tinge to it. Yes, I would eat that. <laughs> Big time. I think uh, Miss Butterworth should change it uh, to Ms. Know Your Worth. And it can be marketed towards empowered young women fighting for equal pay. That actually has some legs. Miss yeah. Know Your Worth. Yeah. I'm with that. All right. Well, you know, we are marketing geniuses here. So if any of you uh, companies are listening in, hey, we're, we're willing to sell these ideas to you. You know, I was saying yeah. it would be fun to, you know, get a petition going. We're removing racist mascots. I'm sure the Sam Adams guy on the beer is a racist, right? Let's get rid oh. of him out of there. He looks like he's just an asshole from, from New England. Yeah, I mean, I just, I assume everybody from Boston, I just operate on the assumption that they're racist, um, unless they prove otherwise. <laughs> so, you know, Sam Adams falls right into that category as well. Yeah, he's, uh, he's just got that weird Bob haircut and, you know, no one really knows exactly. what he did. Like, what, who was that? He's not Paul Revere. What, what was his thing? No, I mean, I guess... I guess he was a founding father, 
but I'm not really sure what his role was. Maybe he just like so, sold coke to Ben Franklin or something. I'm not sure. Oh, was Ben Franklin a secret cokehead? I bet he was. Oh, I bet he was a secret everything. Oh, I know he did have a uh, quote where he was like, beer, direct quote, beer is proof that God wants us to feel good about ourselves or something like that. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I mean, imagine the chutzpah it takes to go outside with a fucking kite and a key tied to it in a storm just in an to see what storm? happens. Yeah. Are there any other, like, white mascot logo guys like Sam Adams who you just can't stand? They got rid of the – they already got rid of our girl, the Land Lakes butter girl. Oh, they did? Yep, yeah. she's gone. Um, but, you know, I feel bad. Like, we haven't taken any white mascots down. You know, we got to get rid of Sam. Get rid of uh, um, who's Tony the Tiger. That guy's offensive to me on the Kellogg's Frosted Flakes. Get rid of him. Yeah. Right. White Claw. White Claw, just the name itself. Right? How about Claw of Color? Thank you. Come on, guys. Jesus Christ, people. Ugh. <laughs> Sam Adams isn't even really good beer. Have you ever had – is it big in the West Coast? Yeah, you know, so Sam Adams was one of those first microbrew, you know, revolutionary beers. It was like that and Sierra Nevada. They were sort of like back when you could have one or two beers with your dinner, it was fine. But it never really caught on here as like a go-to West Coast beer. Stella Artois is much more like a West Coast thing or like right. something like that, you know. But then, yeah, you know, now like that microbrews are taking over the world of beer, Sam Adams got left way behind the Golden Roads and the, you know, Sculpin IPA and all that shit. Ballast Point. I'm an right. alcoholic, bro. Can you tell? <laughs> You're making me thirsty, man. I'm taking June off and I would kill Are for you? a cold beer. Yeah. You're doing a dry I June. Am. What? Doing a dry June. That's probably smart, man. I need, I'm just good. trying to take a night off. <laughs> It sucks for like three days, but then once you start getting a solid eight hours of sleep and you can remember your dreams, it's real nice. Yeah, I remember that. Whenever I stop for a little bit, it's like the first three or four days are like, oh, this sucks. I hate everything. I'm divorcing my wife. My kids suck. By day five, you're like, I feel great. Yeah. And I've lost 18 pounds. <laughs> nice. The cleanse. Well, good luck with your dry June, my friend. I will not be Thanks. joining you in that. I might try for a dry July, but probably not. July is a bad month to take off. Yeah. Drinking. That's why I want to get, knock it out in June so I can enjoy July. I'm with you, man. It's very hard to stay. You, whatever you decide. Thanks, my dude. It's tough to stay yeah. on the straight path these days. I wish you the best of luck. Unlike Thanks. the man who I don't wish the best of luck to, uh, Chris D'Elia. Oof. Cancel. More like, more like Chris D'Elia. Okay. Good to see you later, bruh. Now, the horrible, horrible allegations and accusations that this guy was grooming and, and hitting on underage girls when he would go on these comedy tours. Uh, I let one comedian I wrote goes, hey, you know what? I worked with comedians my whole life. Maybe four of them are good guys. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, even yeah. Jerry Seinfeld was banging a 17-year-old when he was like 38. People forget that. Oh, that's right. Forgot about that. Funny story about Chris D'Elia, uh, his dad. So when I was a young actor in LA, I DJed Chris's 20th or 21st birthday party at his house. And I was like in LA for about a year and trying to get any kind of break. And his dad was a producer on Chicago Hope. 
And uh, after I DJed it, he goes, hey, man, I'll tell you what. Why don't you send me your headshot and I'll see what I can do. And I said, great. So I sent him my headshot. And about a week and a half later, I went in to audition for a part as a paramedic. And I got the part and ended up playing a paramedic on Chicago Hope for two seasons. And uh, Chris D'Elia's dad, Bill, got me my SAG card back in 1998 or 99. Oh, wow. So I nice. did a well, for his dad. <laughs> yes. You know? Krista, Papa Bill D'Elia is not canceled. Correct. In fact, he's renewed for several more seasons. Many so. more seasons. But yeah, I don't know about this whole thing. I mean, that dude just like, what does he look like? He just like, he has like a look to him that's not cool. Yeah, he looks like if they decided to cast Zach Braff as Professor Snape from Harry Potter. That's amazing. You know? Which, by the way, good casting choice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Chris uh, deleted from my phone contacts. Hey, deleted. Oh, why didn't someone have that headline? Deleted. I'll tell you why. Because he's denying everything. You know, like all the Oh, yeah. But, yeah, he's doing the, uh, the Biden approach and just... Nope, yes. not. <laughs> Have Keep you seen moving. that there's a, like him, I mean, all these guys, Masterson. I mean, it's just horrifying what's going on. Um, oh, yeah. You know, I live right by the Scientology Center. I've had my experiences in there before where I've walked in thinking I was going to something completely different and I ended up almost being brainwashed into like joining and I was like, I got to get the fuck out of here. Um, so not a, not a, not a happy place. And there's possibly... You didn't realize you were walking in? Well, no. <laughs> All right. Again, young actor. Yeah. What they do is they... Talk about grooming. Scientology recruits actors like me who were young and just wanted to get roles and get tape. And back then, you couldn't shoot everything on your phone. You had to go get a real role. And uh, they would put these ads in the backstage west that were saying, hey, we know young non-union actor come in, audition for this role here. Scientology films. And you go, what is this? Wow. And then you go there and you go, hey, this is cool. Then you do the audition and they go, you got it. You're great. Why don't you come down and, and meet some people? So you go down and you're like, oh, oh my God, this is the start of everything. And then they show you the video, which anyone who's ever had to sit through the Scientology video knows it is the most horrifying thing in the world. It's like a 45 minute preachy, your religion that you were raised with it was wrong. Scientology Ooh. is the answer to a higher existence. You can walk out of this room right now and not ever consider a lifetime of Scientology. You will burn in hell for the next 13 million years. Oh, swear to God. And I was like, oh God. So I walked out and she goes, are you ready to do it? We can start filming your scene in the movie. And then they pointed out that Nancy Cartwright, who's the voice of, uh oh. Nancy Cartwright is- Scientology is calling you. Yeah, that's Scientology, they tracked me down. You guys David heard Miscavige. it. Miscavige. <laughs> Holy shit, I miss me. Anyway, she's like, the girl who does Bart's voice in The Simpsons is right over there. Why don't you go meet her? And I was like, I'm a Jew. I'm leaving. And I yeah. like, ran out of there. And I remember sort of the last thing she said was, um, don't forget, you got the role. So it turns out it was a fake movie that they were casting. But they do it to bring in young people and try to convince them that the only way they're going to make it. Anyway, that was my story. It was a horrifying. I called wow. my manager and she goes, don't ever go in there again. Yeah. Was it that big blue building? No, I mean, no, it's a huge like palace over here, right on Franklin where I live. They own more real oh. estate in LA than anybody. It's insane. Oh, wow. So yeah, I've seen the blue building, but anyway, if you've seen the doc on HBO, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. 
but I digress. So yeah, sorry about that, Dalia. Sorry about that, Masterson. Deleted. Chris deleted. Fucking funny. And sad. Very sad. And sad. Yeah. Uh, what else is going on? The NBA announced they're going to restart their season in uh, Orlando and Disney World, but they have some some plans to sort of limit coronavirus. What do you think? What, what's going on there? Yeah, so I read uh, an article that they're going to ha- start having these things called Aura Rings, which are these rings. They're sort of like a Apple Watch. They're like smart rings, and they can take your temperature and all that stuff, and they hmm. supposedly will be able to catch COVID-19 symptoms. I need one. Wow. I'd take so, one, too. Yeah. An Aura Ring. So it's not like a dental dam or whatever. What was the thing? Yeah. The birth control? A Nuva Ring. A Nuva Ring. Thank you. Yeah, they're they're making those for the WNBA. <laughs> um, yep, exactly. NBA. I don't know. Um, the WNBA is WNBA is playing too. They signed a deal to play a 22 game season in Florida at the Bradenton Academy, which is essentially a glorified high school gym. So there's your nice. Day. That's a step up for them, huh? I get. <laughs> yeah, the NBA gets Disney World and you know Epcot Center onion rings. And uh, the WNBA gets, you know, a little snack machine by the side of the court. Yeah, I, I'm just picturing the NBA players, like, doing the tour of the world at Epcot and just, like, <laughs> doing, going on that ride in Norway and, like, magic carpets in Morocco. I don't know if you've ever been to Epcot, but it's yeah. – uh, I could hear them just saying, like, this fun. sucks, man. Yeah. This is the worst shit ever. How do we get stuck here? I mean, could you imagine – because NBA players, their lives are amazing. They're like eating the Nobu every night, going to Wano, yeah. just threesomes on the daily. Mm-hmm. Now they're stuck in Disney World quarantine. That's no fun. That's not why you play the game. That's right. <laughs> they'll just start. They'll get desperate and start fucking the pumpkin that uh, Cinderella rides around in. <laughs> oh well, I, I wish them all luck. I hope it's all safe and healthy, but. Oh, man, I did see that, you know, as they're starting to open up places. I, w- I actually went to a restaurant a couple nights ago. No way. I did. I went to an outdoor dining restaurant with my friend Adam. Totally wore the mask the whole time. Sat about 15 feet away from people. They bring you, like, a little thing you scan so your phone is your menu. So you don't, like, handle a menu. That's cool. I have coronavirus, but it was great. Nice. You know? Yeah, as I mean, Yeah. Adds a little flavor onto the your uh, caprese salad or whatever. You know, what kind of food was it? It's an Italian restaurant in LA called Little Dom's. And so I had some chicken parm, a little pasta. Ooh. Add to the COVID-19 pounds. Hell yeah. Oh, I did see one great Chris D'Elia joke. A Twitter user wrote where she said, Chris D'Elia won't get COVID because it's 19. Ooh. Mm. That's good. I like that dark <laughs> dark shit uh so yeah I, I that's my opening up story have you gone anywhere yet or not really You're still doing the street cocktails. uh street cocktails parks are open um other than that yeah everything's pretty much closed um we went to coney island this past weekend which is pretty fun nice and yeah i mean it's cool because it was pretty much dead i mean all the the rides and shit were closed down People were just sitting on the beach. Like there wasn't even enough people. So they're like 30 feet apart. So you didn't have to worry about social distancing. Never but, been to Coney Island. Maybe I was there when I was really little. Cause I do remember it, going to Nathan's hot dogs when I was like four or five with my parents. 
Yeah. The Nathan Nathan's was not open, surprisingly. All, oh. all the other like mom and pops were open. But um yeah, I remember it back in like the early two thousands, they used to have this this festival called Siren Fest at Coney Island. It was completely free and they would just block off two of the streets and have just big acts play. So like the New York dolls, the yeah, 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 a lot of like New York central centric bands. And Nathan's oh. would sell sixty four ounce to go beers. Which oh, is no way. Same. Yeah. So that's how many beers is that? Five? It's like, you know, a 40 of like a 40 ounce beer that you get. So it's that and a half pretty much. That's and a little bit more. That's incredible. Cause like uh, four beers is 48. So that's 60 is five. It's like five and a quarter beers, five and a third beer. That's amazing. In one cup. I would love to drink that right now. See, now that you're in dry June, you're thinking about that, aren't you? Oh, constant. I have dream all every night. My dreams are about going to a bar or trying like last night it was, we were, um, we were staying at Airbnb and I had to go on a beer run and I couldn't find any places. It's all about booze. Crazy. There's a great new Jason Isbell song called, uh, it gets easier or something like that. And it's about him being sober and how he still dreams about getting wasted all the time. <laughs> I got to check that out. Cause it's so yeah. relatable. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, I don't know about, I saw that movie theaters are starting to open. Regal Cinemas said, hey, we're opening up. Enough of this bullshit. And uh, Oh, yeah. I think they said July. And I, I can't even think of one movie coming out. I, I don't even remember the last time I saw a preview for anything. Yeah, I think they're all just getting dropped on Netflix. I do think there, isn't there a James Bond coming out? Mm, that might be. You're correct on that, yeah. Yeah, that might be the night, like a nice one to premiere in the theaters. Because you don't want to see James Bond at home. You want the full experience. Yeah. If you even like James Bond anymore. I don't think I've seen a good James Bond movie in 20 years. Maybe that yeah. first one that Daniel Craig was in was good. But I don't know. Is it Idris Elba? Is he Bond now? Did they change that yet? I thought he was supposed to be. But then I also heard they made it a girl. Didn't they make James Bond a girl for a little bit? Wow. I don't know. But I don't know. I will tell you what I'm happy to not be doing right now, my friend. What's that? In the movies. Spending $100 to take my whole family to see bullshit like Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs 2 or How to Train Your Dragon Again. Oh. Because it sucks. When you have kids and you have to go to every animated movie that comes out and tickets are 18 bucks a pop and then all of a sudden you're $72 in just to get through the door and then you got another 40 on snacks. Yep. For cloudy with a fucking chance of meatballs yeah the worst you gotta you gotta pop some edibles before you go in there <laughs> nothing Make like it work for everybody get around the kids in a movie theater mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's uh yeah it's it's crazy like i i saw that they were running a promotion where they're gonna make popcorn and drinks half off to try to get more people in there and um, so, you know, it's only $18 for a small now if it's half. Yeah. Long, so that's good, good. deal. <laughs> Maybe I can save, uh, 60 bucks on the concessions. Yeah. You can bring both kids now. Right. I remember when I first moved to New York and I was working at Starbucks, did not have too much money. Uh, one of my favorite activities on a rainy day was to go to the Regal Cinemas, specifically on 34th street, right across from Macy's. I know that. Is that the one that has like 25 theaters? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's just a big labyrinth. So you'd buy one movie ticket. Mm-hmm. You'd have, you know, uh, 
they, they're pretty lax about checking book bags and stuff. So you bring a, a bottle of booze to share with your buddy. And that particular one had a balcony on one of the floors. You can go step right out onto the balcony, mad, right above Madame Tussauds and all that shit. So we'd buy one ticket. We'd start boozing up in, uh, in our little uh, uh, theater cups. And then after the movie, we'd go step out on the balcony, toke up a little bit, and then just walk into another movie. So we'd see about three movies in one day for the price of one. Hell yeah. I did that a few times. Yeah. I remember that. I remember I, I never did three. I could do two. You know, yeah. three's a big day. But I guess New York, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but we wouldn't remember much of the third one. Right. <laughs> By that point, you're just like, I'm done. There's yeah. a... Um, there's when I was there with my wife, she used to work in New York a lot and she would have a full day of work and I'd be wandering around the city with nothing to do. And I definitely did a couple double features at that Regal. Oh, yeah. so, it's open like, in July. Maybe you can go back and kill, you know, six hours seeing a few movies back to back. I would love nothing more. I know. Actually, it sounds great. I wonder what they're yeah. going to do, though. Is it like every other seat is filled or every other row? Like, how do you? They got to figure something I out. Think yeah, I don't know. I, I think they should just take out the all the seats altogether and just replace them with Casper mattresses, and everyone gets their own Casper mattress to chill out on. Hey, that's a good idea. Yeah. You know, and then we'll yeah. serve them uh, Mrs. Butterworth and Sam Adams as a snack. Yeah. I mean, you got to get rid of all those leftover uh, labels, so might as well just mark them way down, serve them at the theaters. and That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I actually we're, have – We're going to have a <laughs> – I remember when you could buy booze I, and there's a couple of movie theaters we can actually get booze now, you know, but the, mm -hmm. all, the Alamo draft house in Austin, Texas was one of the first ones. And I was at South by Southwest and I got there and they had changed all the Sam Adams beers to Samuel L. Jackson lager. Ooh, nice. And it was a picture of Samuel L. Jackson in like a, you know, founding father outfit. And it said something like, it's it's one bad motherfucker or something like that and i yeah. kept the bottle and my wife's like why do you own this i wish this was a visual show i would show it to our listeners but oh well google it, I'm sure a, it's I, online <laughs> yeah you know? that's a good little keepsake there yeah i'm a little bit of a hoarder yeah i have a we lot have of an alamo yeah we got we got an alamo right down the street um and it's it's pretty nice they got a bar downstairs that serves it's also like a wax museum so it's got all these like crazy wax figures and you can just go upstairs when your movie's ready with your cocktail and pour wow. some yeah some nachos hell yeah hell yeah some uh movie theater here did a pop-up god what was it it was a pop-up like i had to go cover it for when i was working at tbs but i can't remember what it was it wasn't like lebowski but it was something like that Anyway, I'll cut that out. I forget what it was. They did like a bar. They turned one of the rooms into a bar that resembled the bar from that movie. And it was really famous. And I just can't remember it. Might have been Jack Rabbit Slims from Pulp Fiction or something. Oh, right. But we can't talk about that either because Tarantino is going to be canceled soon. Really? <laughs> you got some insider info? I feel like his, his thing is just feet. And so like he's just out and about with it and... Some like those, shit, dude. If they're they're starting to dig up stuff all over the joint, I mean, who knows? He's got so much stuff in the past that's controversial, and I don't know. Damn, I don't. Well, know. That'll be a shame. Yeah. Pretty well, soon um, it'll just be like 
one person making movies who's never done anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wes Anderson will be directing <laughs> Star Wars moving forward. <laughs> yep. Can you imagine? Yeah, that's good. Uh, oh. Ed- Edward Norton might play a Jedi, and that'll be it. You know, and Owen Wilson as uh, in a in a Princess Leia metal job of the Hut bikini. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Well, shit, man. I, you know what I liked about today? We're streamlined. We're moving. We're talking. We're moving. We got it all That's out. Right. Yeah. Uh, one last thing, though. Mm-hmm. This uh, is a big weekend for guys like you. Do you know what this weekend is? Nope. It's Father's Day. Oh, yeah. Father's Day. Right. Uh, my mom sent me a, a set of socks. If you go to my Instagram, you can see it. She sent me a set of socks that say, like, baseball. Strike three, you're out. And like, yay, go team. Like, it's the most generic bullshit yeah. pair of socks that's ever been made. It's like something you give a four-year-old. Yeah. My well, mom, what do you think? thought that counts. I guess so. My dad got me a Yankees wine glass. At least he knows where, you know, my heart lies. There's nothing that goes together like baseball and wine. <laughs> <laughs> I hey, love it. Get out to the ball. <laughs> Buy me some peanuts and Pinot Noir. Yeah, <laughs> I love a good complex Pinot when I'm watching uh, the socks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know what my kids will get me. Probably some shitty artwork. Uh, just get my dad like a, the 18th Jerry Garcia tie in a row. That's oh, you know what? I really didn't. Look. Speaking of that, I yeah. did buy myself. Uh, I sent you my music a couple weeks ago, and I, I have a song, yeah. Doc Ellis. The great Pittsburgh Pirates pitcher through the no hitter on LSD. Yes. So someone recommended that I buy this tie dyed Doc Ellis jersey that Ooh. I bought myself for Father's Day. It's amazing. Nice. You got to wear get that back next into tie dye. You know. Yeah, tie dye is coming back in a big way. Yeah, it's time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Until it's like going to be probably associated with some racial hate group. Oh yes. Like the Boogaloo Boys. You can't wear the flowered shirt anymore. Mm-mm. You know? Mm-mm. Yeah, Ka- Karens are going to uh, hijack. Not the good kind of Karens. They're going to hijack tie-dye. And- oh, yeah. Damn it. Used to just be guys on drugs and hippies. Now it's fucking Karens. No, it's Karens and, and YMCA day campers with their names written on the back. And <laughs> glitter and glue. Well, I'll update you next week about what I got for Father's Day. My prediction is um, my wife will probably just let me get drunk and use the barbecue. And my kids nice. will paint me something or draw me something. And, uh, you know, I'll pass out by seven. Hell of a Sunday. Sounds nice. Not bad. Well, Liam, yeah. you stay safe, dude. You stay sober. We're going to check in on your days next time we talk. And, uh, you know, see how it's all going. Thanks, man. 12 days left. I think I'm going to make it. Much appreciated. Man, have you already gone this long? Damn. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I thought and... it was like June 3rd. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God it's not. I don't know if I could last so another 27 more days. Well, congrats. Thanks for joining us here at the Audio Up News Network. We are here Monday, Wednesday, and then Liam joins me on Fridays. We are available online at Audio Up Media. 
email us if you like, Zach at audioup.com. They have not given Liam his own email address yet. I don't think I need one. You don't need one. All this fan mail, it's just driving me nuts. We will talk to you all soon. Uh, My name is Zach Selwyn in Los Angeles. I'm Liam Farrell in Brooklyn. Someone play that cute little music. Ooh, la, la.